Welcome to Hags Radio. This is the platform that you can sing, cook, or clean, and anything in between. It can be heard on HagsRadio.com. Hey, 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 everybody out there. My name is Greg Hags. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I always had a desire for people to be able to prosper and to make their dreams come true. And I'm glad to have this platform that God has blessed me on so that I can reach millions of people who has that desire and that dream. It's your boy, Will The Steel. I'm from Chicago. I'm a DJ, content creator, and entrepreneur. It's our mission to help you find tools, gain direction to navigate through life. Going down the road. You know, every day, every every day is like a, it's like a coming in for the conver- like a coming in for a session, like a. Well, we should have a session sometime, but too bad you can't. Uh, why not? Because we talk with a session. <laughs> having a session. <laughs> oh, one of them sessions. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's all right. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, but sometimes we kind of like think back, like, like in our memory and find people that just interesting is got some, this one's got something to say. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. Everybody you know, has something. You got to go say. through your Rolodex, bro, which is the telephone. I mean, I think uh, I still got some uh, hard copy numbers written down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, man! Hey, it's a good day today because as long as we up, you know, up in the land of the living, and so you know, we we come here today. This is another session of the, you know, the the doorman and the, the bartender. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's been a crazy three little days, you know. Just the yeah. last three days, you know, we were we went we were in summer, and then yesterday we were in fall, and now we're back to winter. <laughs> All supposed to be spring, dude. It's forty some odd degrees out right now. Whoa, it, 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 and it feels like it's it's frozen. It just don't make sense, you know. Um, so we uh, we had a couple of people that was coming in that couldn't show up today. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay because you know we. But we you know, once we get all this stuff like figured out, you know, I mean, no. Like hooking people up on the phone. Like, you know, I mean, people always can't get here, but we can still hear them. That's right. You yeah. know, we can got, sync them on I mean, in. I don't know how to do any of that shit. Yeah, it's nothing but syncing on in. Yeah. All we do is Bluetooth them. Yeah, well. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and they end. But, you know, when, when Tony come, you know, Tony, when he comes, you know, he knows a lot. And he knows a lot of people who do a lot of things. Well, so. correct. Mr. Mr. Taylor does too, though. Mr. Taylor, <laughs> Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor. His name is Carter for real, but I called him Mr. Taylor. So that now it's oh, a new nickname, Mr. Taylor. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> now, last uh, night, man. So did you work last night? No, I did not. I'm off every Wednesday. I went and ate chicken wings with my mama and my aunt, and my uncle, and a buddy of mine. At the Legion, 85 cent wings on Wednesday, five to seven. 
At the Legion. The Legion. It's off of 48. The American Legion. There used to be a, there's a softball field out there, Hayes Field, where I played beer league softball for innings of years. Wish that would open back up and get it going again. But yeah, no, it's uh, out past Farm and Fleet and Woody's. Behind there's a trailer park right past there. It's behind the trailer park. Hmm. Yeah, but the wings are good. Are they, man. Are they good? I've gone like six weeks in a row. Oh, shoot, Dan. Yeah. It's just cheap or, you know, um, just good. They're good. I mean, <laughs> if you want me to take a picture of the bones next time? <laughs> Jamie Bone. <laughs> Mr. Jamie Bone. Yeah. Mr. Jamie Bone. I love me some Jamie Bone. Oh, yeah. Jamie Bone was a good Jamie Bone is a good guy. Yes, he is. Oh, that dude is hilarious, man. Every time I look at him, I laugh. <laughs> dude will make you laugh. Yeah, Jamie and I have had a, we've had a lot of fun over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, when, when I first, like, I called up today, I called up my friend Big Mike. And um, third month about 13 years ago we was talking and we used to dj and uh at this club called the firehouse and and i was telling him about i want to do this man i want to do this he was gung-ho at first boom 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 after he said man this stuff ain't gonna work <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he, it's fun to sit, think, and talk. There's a lot to it, though. You got to do a lot to do it, to get it. Yeah, you do. You got to do a lot to get it. Yeah, you got to do a whole lot, man. And 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 it. And but do you want to get it? So yeah, there it is. That's the question, though. That's the question. You know, do you want to get it <laughs> and get it good? You know? So, man, have you ever, like, go through a situation like, you just have to move out immediately. It's something you got to, you wouldn't prepare for it. And just that you have to make adjustment right on the go. Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. And it turned out okay. It ended up being just fine. But it sucked in the moment. Yeah. It sucked at the time, but you know, why dwell on stuff that you can't change? You can't, you know, life goes on. That's true. Yeah. It, you know, because I know there's been times and situations that, you know, things didn't go the way that the cornbread should have crumbled. <laughs> Let me get you a piece of your cornbread. Let me get a piece of your <laughs> cornbread. <laughs> and, and fucking cornbread. Yeah. And you just had to, you know, make it go and make it work and, you know, and, and deal with the surgery situations. That came about. Um, sometimes you realize you think you got the meetings of the minds, and then you realize that the minds is not me. <laughs> you know, and and then you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you live and you learn. Every day's an adventure. Yeah, every day's an adventure. You don't know. Hell, I don't know what I'm gonna get into tonight. You know, I mean, I'll probably just have some fun. You know, say let's go blues. Yeah, are you so you a blues fan? I mean, sure. Yeah, uh. I mean, I enjoy the games. You know, so you don't have no favorite team or something. I find I root for the blues. How about that? 
Okay. I root. For, that's hard for me to say. Of you know, because I root for the Cubs. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it is what it is. You you believe that? Hey, I was hey I was raised a Cardinal fan. Okay, but you know, just like I tell everybody, I was also raised eating well done steaks, and that shit don't fly. <laughs> yeah, well done steaks and Cardinals. I'm good. <laughs> Medium rare in the Cubs. I'm all right. <laughs> is that how you decided on your steaks? Well, no. It's just okay. I didn't know any better. I was like 19 years old the first time I ever tasted a medium rare steak. Before I tasted anything but a well done steak. How about that? 19 years. And I'm like, God damn, fuck you, dad. <laughs> the fuck are you doing, man? God damn, 19 years of bullshit. <laughs> there was always this good food available and you cooked all that taste right out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, That's yeah. Just it, man. It's, yeah. So what are you? So you going to the game today? Yep. Going the Blues game. And who are the Blues going to play today? The Blues are playing the New York Rangers. Okay. Yeah. What place is the Blues in? They're in uh, the Enterprise Center, which is like, did you say place? Place. Like their their standings. Yes. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get to the. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. What? Yeah. I mean, but, you know. Do you remember that year that the Blues was in last and came all the way back to first to win it all? Yeah, what was that, 2018? 2019? Yeah, I, I went to the home opener the following year and watched the, the banner get raised into the rafters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are a hockey fan. Dude, hockey's the best live sport there is. So? It is the best hockey. Are you looking for the standard? Well. What place are they in? Are they going to make the playoffs? I don't don't know. I don't follow it. What? I don't follow it. You don't just check randomly? I just check. I mean, I'm just on it every once in a while. I am a... Uh, Chicago Blues. No, the, the the Blues are done. They're eliminated. They're out. Yep, they're out for the year. But it's still live hockey. It's still the best. Man, they at first they was in third place. Well, you know, Sacramento Kings were two hundred and wait two hundred and fifty to one to win their division to win their you know their division in the NBA, and they won. They got all the way down to like five hundred to one. If you'd put a hundred bucks on them when they were down to that, you're rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they just you know, they got rid of everybody. You know, tried to get draft picks. Going to get rid of their captain. Who was their captain? O'Reilly. I don't know. Hockey is still the best live sport, and it is not even at the top tier of my my sports. Okay, what are the top tier? Uh, I like NFL, then I like MLB, and then yeah, of the of the majors anyway. You know, mm. I like women's volleyball. You know, I like gymnastics, women's tennis. <laughs> <laughs> 
the lists go on and I on like, and on. I like huh? watching golf. Like, you know, I wouldn't like watching the Masters since it's on right now. You gotta watch it online because I don't think they have that shit televised until whatever time. But the leader is kicking some booty. Went seven under today. Does that do anything for you? Through fifteen. Hmm. Do you know? Do you, do, do you know the scoring of golf? Do you know what a? Yes. Do you know what? You know what a par is? Yes. So what's a par? Uh, a par is when you. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, Greg! <laughs> what what what's a par? A par is how many shots it takes for you to be able to get into the hole. That's not at all. That's a par is what they tell you how many shots it should take you to get in the hole. Yes. So there's a par four. You should only hit the ball four times. Right. Okay. Do you know what the other languages like you know what a birdie is uh yeah i know what a birdie is. come on tell me okay the least amount of shots it takes you no 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 the least amount of shots on every hole could be one i mean which would be completely impossible but however a birdie is if there's a par four it only took you three shots to get in okay so with me telling you dude seven under that means he has made, well, there's the possibility of an eagle then. An eagle would be a two on a four or a three on a five. Two shots takes off even pace because, you know, 72 is what they, they say. You're going out to the course. Here's 18 holes. 72 shots is right on par. Okay. Yeah, that's just for the birds, man. I can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Golf is hard as shit, man. <laughs> but so, what do you score? Um, you know, I've on eighteen. I've holes. played golf a lot of years, and I've never established a handicap, which kind of doesn't make sense with how much golf I actually do play. But I mean, if I was going to give myself a handicap. I would probably give myself a 12 or 13. So that means 12 or 13 plus the 72. So that's what I would averagely, you know, average shot. You know? So I would shoot, a, you know, 84, 85. But I can also shoot a 95. I can also shoot a, well, I've broke 80 uh, about 8 to 10 times. Hmm. Who was you playing? Huh? Who was you playing? I don't know. People. Also, and this you, is, have this you is ever like, played anybody who did a 72? Oh, yeah. I got my buddy Josh Aldridge. That's, that dude's, he's a scratch golfer. That means he usually goes out and shoots right around par. Which he, you know, the a lot amount of strokes that they, you know, give you there. That's what he goes and does. Is he professional? No, not professional. He lives here in town. My buddy Josh Aldrich. He owns Asphalt One. Okay. Yeah, he's a... We're going to have him up in here and talk a little bit. Yeah, he would love it because, I mean, dude's on it. Dude's probably one of the best pool players around. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I If I mean, if, you, if we want to get a little set time and there wants to be money gambled, I'll put money on Josh. Yeah. 
it's another fella here in town that's pretty good. Well, there's some good players. Yeah. You know, I've just seen that went to Vegas and won. Well, I know plenty of people that have gone to Vegas and won in this tournament. Yeah, won the tournament. Yeah. Name a couple. For what reason? There's, 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 I just know people that have gone out to Vegas and have won Vegas, but are we talking just an individual? Because the people around yeah, here that individual. go are on teams and they go win and do that. No, no, not a team. So a what's individual. this guy's name? Um, don't tell me, don't, don't get me that. Um, cause I mean, we could have a show watching these people play pool and again, I'm still going to put my money on Josh without even seeing anybody else. You know who Jeanette Lee is? The Black no. Widow. Asian pool player, female. She's been a celebrity around for... I mean, I bet you if you saw her... Yeah. You've seen her. Well... So is... I mean, is Josh... She from here? No, she's... She lives in Indianapolis, I believe. But okay. My buddy Josh, he's played her like three times. First time played her, he got his ass whooped because it's like, oh my God, I'm playing a professional world pool player. And then, like, the next two times, he mopped that ass. Hmm. hmm So, Josh. When I play pool with Josh, all he does is just, he, he plays it to where the game can continue on without us re-racking after, <laughs> after, <laughs> after a minute of playing. <laughs> he, can, he can shoot shots that are... Good enough just to miss on purpose. Like he can he can make it to where it looks like <laughs> he missed it, just so we could keep playing. It's like when we go play golf, you know. He's never out there trying. He's just out there practicing. He's just trying new shots. I just try to hit the ball to the hole. I don't know how to golf. Like I don't know how to do all these other fades and draws and I mean, yeah, to an extent, but to actually control them, no. And you're just like, golf, they draw. What is all that? You know what? I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm fascinated about it. Golf is the hardest sport ever. It's the hardest sport ever. You think it's harder than, than basketball? Basketball is a totally different level. I go out and play basketball. I'm getting my ass handed to me because I'm short. So short, fat, you know, I could have the best shot in the world, but I'm still going to get swatted. Not if you're shooting three pointers. Yeah. From half court. That'd be the only way. Cause if I get up to the three point line, those guys can close in those guys that are six, eight close in on me in a matter of a second. And my, my arc of the shot ain't going to be, I'd have to hit the Raptors every time I took a shot. Basketball is hard, but it's also based off of an athletic build somebody's capabilities of that golf you can be 300 pounds and go out there and kill it you can be 120 pounds and go out there and kill it it's technique and but you know you got nfl players basketball players who pick up golf and and be good at it i bet you no no but no golfer can most likely get on a basketball court and do exceptional things well that's true because what's the tallest golfer on tour six three maybe six four that's tall enough i get it but that's also they'd live their life golfing 
the people that, the people that are good at golf football. who are professionals they played golf that's what they did they they golfed and golfed and golfed and golfed and golfed it's a different it's so, a, it's a different total game golf is yeah so Michael, why would you say it's the hardest if if i anybody can Stephen go do Curry. it okay anybody can go do it anybody can go do it but i'm the he but, does it well but they he can go on tour and win tournaments I mean, yeah, you can golf and go be good. Tony Romo is a hell of a golfer. John Smoltz, pitcher, you know, in the bigs forever, Hall of Famer, hell of a golfer. You know, it's just. I would just like to see your perspective. I'd like to film you. I'd like to go golfing with you and see how easy golf is. Because anybody can go out there and shoot a free throw. Anybody can go dribble a ball. I'm just saying playing. I'm not saying competitively. <laughs> because competitively, golf, you're only playing, you're playing you and you only. There's all these other people playing themselves. And to hit a golf ball 400 yards into a hole, four and a quarter inches in four shots. <laughs> Golf's hard, man. Golf's the hardest. Hitting, don't get me wrong. Hitting a baseball is incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult. Golf ball into it. What is it? Let's look up some percentages. How many golfers break? Let's just say 90. That's hard. Yeah. 2.49% of golfers are able to hit a ball over nine or hit 90 regularly. That's 18. 2% of golfers can break 80. 2% of golfers can break 80. Okay. Well, how many golfers? We're talking about extreme athletes in the NBA. Yeah, let's go throw me up against Giannis and let's see how we do. (laughs) Not well. (laughs) Not well. Not, Not well. But I'm just trying to say now, so... Everybody who picks up a golf court, I mean club, you consider them a golfer then? No, I golf. I'm not a golfer. I golf. <laughs> you golf is just nah, but you can say putt. You know, when Justin when Justin comes in or Justin Hampton. Okay. You know you met Justin mm-hmm. at the winery the other day. Yeah. We'll talk to him because he played college baseball. Okay. And he plays golf, and he's also a hell of a bowler. He's bowled like 11 300s or some shit like that. Whoa. Yeah, Justin's a hell of a bowler. 300 is hard to bowl. Um, Considering my high game ever in life is a 198. (laughs) (laughs) And this dude's dropping, what is that? Is it 12 or 13 strikes? 12 strikes in a row to bowl 300? One, two, four, five. 10 and then the other two. So 12 strikes in a row. I've gotten three in life. That, so, and you, we're going to ask him, yeah, which one is the hardest? I, I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to just say what is the hardest, but one of the hardest things to do is to hit a golf ball consistently for 18 holes of golf 
and to again to shoot eight shot to to shoot only seven shots more than they do two percent of the people that call. Only two percent of people can do that. I don't care what you say. That's hard. Golf is hard. I want to. I want to go out and see you hit the ball just so I can laugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you looking forward just to that so day? I can laugh. You looking yeah, forward I'm to looking that forward day? To it. We just go out to the driving range. We don't need to piss you off too much out on the golf course because you're like I, I paid fifty dollars to come out here and chase golf. That's why we have Easter. We have Easter egg hunts for people to be able to find golf balls easier when they get older. <laughs> people go out and hide the eggs for these kids and all that is is just a for us when we get older when we go golf and we, we can we can find those golf balls a little bit better <laughs> just training it's, man I can putt there's a putting green too we can go and hit I got clubs in my bag I can putt now bro I, hold on I can put. <laughs> you look at him. Yeah. Like, so, so sure. So can my friend's three-year-old kid. They can hit the, they, they, they have a putter and there's a ball and they, they can put it. Yeah. But can you get it in the hole? <laughs> the name the well, day. how many times have you actually putted on a green outside? And we're not talking about mini putt-putt. We're talking about on a golf course. How many times have you putted? None. Okay, there we go. At least we've got some backup for your stories that you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can I'll dance be- competitively. <laughs> <laughs> I can dance competitively. Have I ever done it? Nope. <laughs> but I can. <laughs> oh my goodness. You should see my crocheting ability. I've never done it, but I know I can. Mm. <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Come on, Greg. Come on, Greg. <laughs> you I put you on the green and you just, We're gonna do it. Because you know do because it. you know, talk is cheap. That's real. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. That's like these motherfuckers come up and they're like, man. I cook this blah 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 blah. I'm like, shut the fuck up! I don't care. Talk is cheap. Show me that shit, and then I'll praise you. <laughs> <laughs> let me get on that. Let me, Man, let me have a bite. Oh yeah, bring some. Yeah. I don't want to. Don't talk about words. It. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, words mean a lot this anymore in this life. That's that, that we're living now. I mean, we grew up with sticks and stones. Words will never hurt us. <laughs> now words are the devil. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> All hell's going to break loose over words. And my day's ruined because I read these words. Yeah. Yeah. People getting pissed off over words. People being the Karens again. Caring about shit that don't matter. <laughs> Karen, Karen, Karen. I'm looking forward to some of these challenges that we're going to present to each other. Yeah. Like, we can go have free throw contests. We can go see who can throw the football the farthest. We can go and see who can drop all these putts. 
because I mean, well, golf's just eliminated already. You're you're your already boy, you're already your done. Boy. You're already done at golf. I'll already smoke you. But however, I would like to see the coordination that you have. Oh yeah, just <laughs> for for a golf swing. You oh, know, just see, I can watch. Yeah, I and can. then I can practice. Mm-hmm. You better practice every day. And then I can perform. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go out and do all kinds of fun things. You now, know? how many people that that you know uh-huh. who can say that? Say what? They they can do something. Yeah. And never done it before. Yeah. And go out there and do it. Uh, I I have to sit here and break down things of just a one time thing of when someone said. Usually when people say I can do that, I usually say, all right, because they're about 12 or 15 beers in. And it's like, let's watch this shit. This shit's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, you saw my buddy who's trying to hit that pole or hit that that sign in front of Lincoln. <laughs> He's running, jumping, and rolling, man. <laughs> oh, that dude jumped. <laughs> he said he could do it. He'd never done it before. <laughs> he he did do it. But it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to oh, upload that video. Oh, for sure we're gonna have to do that. Cause that's the funniest ever. <laughs> Run, jump, jump to touch, and then oh my god, I'm falling out of an airplane. <laughs> Even though I only jumped two inches off the ground. <laughs> so bad. Oh man. So so bad. Oh my god! I mean, usually when people say they can do something, it just depends where they're at, <laughs> you know, sobriety level. But like us sitting here talking, doing this, you can putt. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> For real? Yeah, we'll see. You know, we we can go out there and do all that. Be fun. Be fun to record all these fun things with you. And oh just, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, we can take some batting practice out at the field. I got some guys that come out and. You know, throw some shags and balls, you know. Okay. Yeah, we can I mean we can find a basketball court just like that and we can go and play some horse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We can keep score. Well yeah, because I ain't trying to play twenty one. You know what I'm saying? We can keep a score and uh you know, how many things that said it can be done that can actually be done. Yeah, how far you think you can throw football? Uh right now. Yeah. Right now. Don't don't think about when you were in college. Uh, think about your 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 body right now. How far can you throw a football? Oh, uh, I really don't know. Your guess be just a guess. Uh, thirty. Thirty yards. Thirty yards. So that's equivalent from throwing a baseball from second base to first base, ninety feet. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Staying on second base or on first base equivalent on a football, 30 yards. Yeah, I maybe can do In that, it, that. Yeah, but see, that's all. It's still hard, man. Yeah. Do you know what? Then why did they say that? That's the reason why they <laughs> say that. Isn't that nuts, though? Isn't that nuts, though? That's nuts. To be standing on second base and to throw it to first base is 30 yards. 90 feet. So I would only say I could throw the ball 40 yards right now. I think the longest I ever threw it 
whenever I played the position was like 53. And that would be equivalent to? Times it by three. <laughs> 159 feet. <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> Come on, Greg. I'm going to get you a times table. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep. Oh, man. That's, and that's why when people say, you're an athlete. It's it's a lot of ingredients going into. Of course it is. Of course becoming it is. an athlete. Yes. You know. I mean, hell, look at look at these athletes. Okay, Julian Edelman, New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. He played quarterback at Kent State in college. I didn't know that. Yeah, he played quarterback, and then he went to the NFL, and he's wide receiver. Yeah. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Ryan Tannehill. He was a he was a wide receiver for a lot of time in college. I believe Texas A and M, maybe one of those Texas schools. But yeah, Tannehill was a wide receiver at first, and then played quarterback. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Like play, from... like play wide receiver, like freshman sophomore year or something, and then they just switch you. Then you get <laughs> then you're starting NFL quarterback. Yeah, man, I wish that I would have. Went from wide receiver to strong safety. Yeah, because apparently he didn't have hands. <laughs> and that's no. what, and that's no, what no, the no. defense is all about. There are you good know, wide receivers with no hands. You know, uh, I, I just felt like being physical and seeking out the ball, and I would have been – been better and defense it's just it's so like having a good cornerback is such a hard find because the receiver knows where the ball's going (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they're just as fast as that dude who's covering them and then for them to make a play on the ball is just incredible to me because they don't know where the ball's going yeah they don't know where those that where that guy's cutting to and then they're still making plays on the ball it's a hard task it is. You know, a defensive back is golding if you can become a defensive back. Yeah. You can count your ticket. Look at Sauce on the Jets. He was yeah. at what? Cincinnati. I think he had like one touchdown scored on him in, in college. Or maybe none. I think he only had one touchdown scored on him this year. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. You know, I try to tell kids, a lot of them that who play basketball, I said, man, you should try football. Football, you know, they they get more than. Dude, have you seen those contracts in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, do you see the contracts in the NBA? Do but, you know the shelf life of an NFL player? Yeah. Do you know the average income of an NFL player relative to a freaking number 10 guy on an NBA squad? A number 10 guy on an NBA squad is making like $6 million a year. Sitting but, there. But how many kids all over the country, all the universities and junior, junior, yeah. I mean, junior colleges, yeah. play basketball? 
and only how many can be on the team? What, 13 maybe? Maybe. How many going to really be uh, value? Well, that... Basketball to football. Two totally different spectrums. Because there is a specific build shape model for basketball player. Way more narrowed down than there is for a football player. I, yeah, I was thinking about playing football, playing center, you know, maybe tackle or something. <laughs> you know, I was just going to feel it out and see if I could be worth the fuck on it again. That shit. <laughs> but my 5'8 stature kind of uh, <laughs> holds me back on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Greg. But you know it's got people in it's got people in the NFL that's your height. Yeah, there's like what? Three? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there are that one in a million running back, you know, who's five, six, five, eight. You know, there's there's a couple running backs, yeah, they don't need to be tall. They need you know, hide behind hell. Look at Darren Sproles. That dude was a stud just hiding. He's just hiding behind those six, seven linemen. Yeah. He, yeah. Danny Woodhead. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought he would have yeah. been anything, but those guys are little, have heart, of, you know, the biggest heart, and then, but they can hide. Running backs that can hide. And hard to bring down. And yeah, because their <laughs> center of gravity is so much lower. So why don't they have more short guys as running backs? Well, I mean, they're just looking at a running back. They're not looking at anything else. I mean, they'll they'll draft a five ten guy. They'll also draft six four Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are you gonna take? Um, Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, they'll just run your ass over. <laughs> Hell, how tall was Barry Sanders? What's your guess? Yeah, I, I'd say five eleven. Five eight. Five eight? Yeah. Well, I thought he was taller than five eight, Barry Sanders. So he's really about five seven. Probably. You know what I always say? Emmett Smith's only five nine. <laughs> but you know what I always say about Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders? What'd you say? I said if Barry Sanders would have been on the Cowboys and Emmett Smith would have been on the Lions, we wouldn't even know Emmett Smith's name. It's true. If Barry Sanders would have had what Emmett Smith had, <laughs> Barry would have had 2,500 yards every year. <laughs> Barry Sanders would run 20 yards to gain two in Detroit. It's true. Yeah. To me, he was one of the greatest running backs ever. I could sit and watch highlights of Barry Sanders all day long. The most agile running back I've ever seen. Who's close? Who's a close second? I'm just trying to think of people who had to run for their lives so much. <laughs> because I, I we, didn't, we, we, we only watched one running back run for their lives their whole career. And that was Barry Sanders. They were all he was always in the backfield running for his life. That's true. Emmett Smith had 
gaping holes. I hate, I hate, I hate that sound, gaping. Um, <laughs> gaping holes. But no, Emmett had, Emmett wasn't, he wasn't fighting for yards behind the line like Barry. Yeah, you're right. But Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk, that dude was a stud. That dude had people around him too. I mean, when he was in with the Colts, he had people around him. When he went to the Rams, like that Ram squad wasn't any good. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Tory Holt or Isaac Bruce or Ernie Conwell or Robert Holcomb. Who's Kurt Warner? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Azir Hakim. <laughs> I mean, that's their starting line, you know, and it's like that's their starting position players, and all those guys are were good. Name players that played with Barry Sanders. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was. But it's you hear about running backs of the, you hear about running you hear about everybody now. When fa- once fantasy football got into play, you're well more adverse on on everybody in the league. But when there wasn't fantasy football, We'd only hear about guys on teams that were on winning teams, except for Barry Sanders. <laughs> We'd have Barry Sanders highlights. We wouldn't have Detroit Lions highlights. We'd have Barry Sanders highlights for the week. And then you'd learn about the winning teams. Now, there was people that played different positions on not winning teams. That was no. Like, you name them. Come on, I'm waiting for you, Greg. Come on, Greg. You're the one who said it. <laughs> Steve Lodgen. Yeah, he was good. Why don't you, who is a good player that people would want to draft on their fantasy team that is in the bottom 10 teams in the NFL? Can name any right now? What, Justin Fields. <laughs> oh, ju- yeah, Justin Fields. Justin, yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I'm not a I'm not a fan of any NFL team, but I'm excited for the Bears team this year. Just to see, because you know what they get three wins last year. <laughs> <laughs> they had more than three. Mm, then they had four. Mm. They got the number one pick, dude. This year they got the number one pick. Yeah, they already traded it though. You know. See, sometimes that um, I thought the Bears was gonna do okay. The Bears went three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Yeah. That's yeah less than four games. And they beat the Forty ers but they lost a lot of close games. They did. Justin no. Fields has to run for his life. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But this year, hopefully they got some draft picks and Hey man, they just got they've got what I say, four four teams in the NFL have three wide receivers that have eight hundred and fifty yards in one season before. Claypool, Mooney, and more. Yeah, I mean I don't know, we'll see. We shall see. NFL's uh, 
The draft is 21 days away, I believe. I think it's the 27th. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We should do something on that, though. You know, we should just do less stuff all the time, man. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I want to watch you swing a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be Charles Barkley. Oh, man. That, well, at least Charles Barkley was able to fix uh, Hank Haney was able to fix his swing. You know, old school Chuck's golf swing was just the funniest <laughs> shit ever. But now, with Hank Haney, after he worked with him, like, you know, Chuck goes back and then does a little lasso, a little loop-de-loop, and then swing. He used to go back and then, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't swing. I can't swing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, golf is still hard. We should do a golf challenge. I mean, like somebody just randomly, and just say, "Hey, we want to see what you can do." Yeah, I want to see what you can do. Oh uh, yeah, do you know? I want you to hit like five or ten balls, and then I want you. To- why are you going to give it like a number like that? Well, five or just 10? just five or ten golf balls. You know, at the driving range, you hit five or ten golf balls. And I can gather myself, you know, <laughs> catch my breath. <laughs> that should be like going to the gym. <laughs> I feel like I did like a thousand sit-ups. <laughs> That's going to be like, hey, man, this is magnificent. Yeah, well, you know why people should play golf? I'll be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, listen up. No, but you know why people should play golf? Why? Because they can play it the rest of their lives. You ain't playing football the rest of your life. If you play basketball, you're just freaking shooting shots the rest of your life. You ain't playing a competitive nature. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. But, you know, golf. We'll do it. We'll go to the driving range. We'll hit some shit. I'll laugh. <coughs> yeah, we can uh, we can do all kinds of sports activities, just all kinds of challenges between me and you. All kinds of challenges. That's gonna. We can go out and see you can throw the frisbee the farthest. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be very, very interesting mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're going we're gonna to challenge you. Yeah. We're going to challenge. And uh, we're going to get it done. We're going to get some people in here. We're going to start recording some shit. Videos. Be out and about. Mm-hmm. Going and doing some activities. Yeah. Out in the field. Out in the field. You know, with Justin Field. With, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With just incredible, <laughs> he's just an asshole, folks. <laughs> That's my favorite one out of all the Justins. You know, you got Justin Timberlake, Justin Time, Justin Case, Justin Incredible, and then my buddy was like, "You know, you're just an asshole," and I was like, "That's my favorite." Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Justin Asshole. Welcome to Justin Asshole Radio. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Man, I know. I hope that today, when you go up to the game, man, you you have a great time. Well, hell yeah, I'm gonna have a great time. 
Um, you know, drink some beers. I'm gonna have some beverages. Uh, I'm gonna have some beverages. Some soda. No. Uh, uh kind of Coke sounds good. Yeah, so maybe uh, some soda. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's cool, man. And you can just, you know, your buddies take you to the game. Yeah, and go to the game and enjoy it and, you know. Enjoy the trip have up fun. there. Yeah. Even though it's down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not up. It's down. Yeah. I'm glad that I don't have to bitch about not driving 48. Because, you know, 48 down to St. Louis. Or 72, the interstate. I always want to take the interstate. He always wants to take 48. I said, wear and tear, safety. It's too lame. But they're redoing it all right now, so there's not going to be an argument. Because 48's faster. I'm like, how the hell is it faster when I can do 95 or 100 on the interstate? Look at you breaking the law. Eh, well, I'm breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're only breaking the law if you get caught. Mm. That's where I'm at on that. Everybody, everybody breaks the law all the time. It's just if they get caught. That's true. Yeah. But you got, ain't, nobody you driving, ain't nobody driving 30 in a 30. 31's breaking the law. Yeah. 31 is breaking the law because the speed limit is 30 and if you don't you're, you're breaking the law people break the law every day all the time you always wear your seatbelt uh no why um easiest way to get pulled over no yeah yeah i don't like it why Sometimes I'd like to hear the ding, ding. <laughs> oh, that's just so aggravated. People come sit in my car, sit in shotgun. We ride. I'm like, I'm going to fucking park the car until you put your seatbelt on. Because we ain't going to be listening to this ding, ding, ding for, <laughs> for that stretch. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, you try to buckle it and then sit on it. and Yeah, I mean, it's real you know, simple. Sometimes. All you got to do is just click it. You know, I do. Not every time you don't. Not, but, but not every I wear time. my seatbelt every single time I get in my car. I think you're going to get an award for that. No, I won't get any awards for it. You know, because you know you'll sign here. This doesn't. Uh, this doesn't say you're guilty. It just means that you've gotten the ticket. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any paperwork. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't need any of that action. You know, I don't even like getting pulled over. You know, in my life, knock on wood, whatever that uh-huh. shit means. There's not even any around. Um, I've been pulled over a total of, I think, twice in life. I think I've been pulled over twice. Yeah, twice. And I got a ticket once. And it wasn't my fault for getting the speeding ticket. And everybody says, how is it your fault getting a speeding ticket? Well, the girl I was dating, (laughs) her parents lived in Shelbyville. I lived here. She lived in Champaign. We were meeting in. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Did you just say she lived in Shelbyville? No, her parents lived in Shelbyville. Okay. She lived in Champaign. I lived in Decatur. We were going to Effingham. So we met at. Her parents' house in Shelbyville. And of course she was twenty minutes late or twenty five minutes late. And we're going to her family function, some wedding or wedding reception or something. And she made me speed. We got it pulled over. I got a ticket. And that ticket was in my possession for about twenty seconds. 
And then she took it and she went and paid it and did it all because it was her fault. Hmm. That's such. Seems well, so I didn't want to drive fast. I just wanted to get, you know, we're supposed to get there at the right time and then leave. <laughs> not get, not leave 25 minutes late. You know, she wasn't at the barber shop getting all lined up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. she's just she's uh, just a woman. <laughs> yep, yep, oh, yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's be- just because I was at the barber shop and I was late. Only like fifty minutes late. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know, I I got there early enough, but you know, you let them do their thing. I guess, and you don't really try. To, I didn't like, even know you had hair. Oh, I didn't. You didn't know that. I've only seen you with your hat off yesterday. You know what I I wear? I, I wear a cap all the time. I do too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do too. I, I feel comfortable in a, in a cap. Well, I do too. I just don't like, uh, you know, because I got so much gray hair. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like grows on us. <laughs> I'm glad it does on me. Not so much on my brothers, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it grows on me. It doesn't really grow that well on them. <laughs> I've got gray hair, but my brothers have hairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have hairs. <laughs> I've got hair. <laughs> I mean, for the time being, who knows? Uh, who knows what know, will come out of that? But, you know, yeah, you know, gray. Gray is fine. I got lots of gray, dude. Oh, 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 man. Yeah. Oh, let me check. Oh, but it's smooth on you, though, bro. I got salt and pepper. Days. But the, it's smooth on you though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what though? You look like Taylor. Taylor. Big <laughs> Carter. I do. That's why we discussed about having I mean, with a DNA your, test. No, with your <laughs> with your uh with your hat off. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I've also been told I look like George Clooney with Down syndrome. <laughs> 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 yep. Oh man. Good old coon dog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, right, yeah. So are you just comparing me and Taylor to look alike because you know all white folk look alike? No, 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 no. <laughs> We've already gone over that. <laughs> uh, apparently, all white folk look like. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so no. that's not. It. <laughs> that's not. I it. love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Mister yeah, Taylor and myself. I've been. I've been. I've. Yeah. I see similarities. Yeah, I see I it. See. You know. I see you, similarities. If you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. You know. If you can. I can see some similarities in a couple. I get this Nate Bargatze, stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. People have asked me, usually when I have my hat off and my salt and pepper shown, they've asked me if I if I know who that is. And I see a little bit of similarity. We'd look a lot more if I lost 30 pounds, 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really would, though. Yeah. You know. Is what it is. Yeah. So. Yep. 
man. Until next Until time. Until next time. Until next time. Next time. The world. You can get in contact with the doorman and doorman and the bartender and the bartender. I think that's what we're gonna stick with. Doorman and the bartender, not the Door. doorman. Doorman, doorman and the bartender and the bartender. Yeah, doorman yeah. and the bartender. That's cool. Yeah, we just need to get some. We need to get. A, we need to get our own stamp, our own label. Yeah, doorman and the bar guy. Yeah, how about that guy who you yeah, said I'm a, that I'm can a, draw? Yeah, with, with my buddy Jimmy. I'm gonna yeah. give him some ideas because he likes to sit and doodle. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. And I do good, bro. Oh, that's other dude, Luke. Ooh, we need to have Luke come in. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Luke's Luke's shit. Luke's artwork is just incredible. Is that the guy you showed me, Luke McNeely? The the, the all pictures? those things that those. Yeah. Well, this was another guy I was asking, but. Because I could probably get my other buddy to do something for us for free. Yeah. That sound good. <laughs> Luke, he's he gets his shit. He, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he, but his artwork is just. I'd really like to have him come in and bring, bring some shit, or we just go over to his place and see all of his. So freaking awesome! Wow. I'm, yeah, oh, awesome. we, love, we can most definitely do mm-hmm. a, do a, a show like that. Uh, yep. Well, we can talk about that later. Uh, we sure I gotta can. Get the road. Well, you know, until next time. Yeah. You know. You got it good. Peace. We'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you.